Welcome, everybody, to Half Ready Heroes Episode 8. Guys, what happened in Episode 7 that we just recorded 15 minutes ago? <laughs> um, we made it into Flanderdash, and yep. it is really rainy. The horse. Yeah, we almost got ran down by a bunch of horses. <laughs> I forgot about the horses already. <laughs> but we solved that damn puzzle. Um, we met up with... Oh God, we met up with the Funky Four because they eavesdropped on us and found out our mission and knew to come here. So we got to deal with them assholes. And now we are on to the next part of our adventure in the search for the orbs. Yeah, uh, I think you pretty much nailed it. Uh, I'm just going to mention that you did have Thuin, uh, the barkeep of the Majestic Goose, um, you asked her to distract the Funky Four as long as she could. Uh, and you all were heading over to, correct me if I'm wrong, you mentioned you wanted to head to the Giant's Hammer, the new shop in town that Clyde did not recognize. Yes. All right, so we'll we'll get right into it. We'll, uh, you all walk right across the street and head into the Giant's Hammer. It seems to be a pretty well-stocked shop in here it's pretty well kept uh, and you see a halfling behind the counter which everybody else in this town that you have seen so far has either been a half orc or goliath they have all been huge and muscular so this halfling is just like completely out of place here uh he looks over at you all and he says welcome welcome to the giant's hammer my name's guthrie how can i help you all how long have you been here Oh, Guthrie's been in town about a year now, a year and a half or so. Hmm. What What are you all looking for? How can I help you? What brings you to this town? Well, I noticed that they they were severely lacking in the whole shopping business, so I thought uh, it would be the perfect place to set up shop with all my wares I've got, and I thought I could make a quick buck or two. In a town with a population of 20? Well, yeah, they, I mean, they had no one else to buy from, so all 20 of those people had to buy from me. So how good is your business? <laughs> Can I be honest with you? Not so well. I thought it would be much better. I, I severely underestimated the buying coin power of this 20 population town. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> what kind of stuff do you have? I've, I mean, I've got all of your basic in and outs, uh, and uh, out of character, he has got the entire adventuring gear as per the uh, player's handbook. Uh, so he doesn't have any like cool magic items or anything. But um, gotcha. yeah, I mean, I, I, I make do enough to be able to afford uh, food and to maintain the shop and my house for me and my son. But other than that, I mean. I'm not exactly striking rich. If someone was to get, say, a very attractive and expensive item for you. Uh, no. I wouldn't have a whole lot to offer, but what kind of item are you talking about? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring him in closer and whisper in his ear. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> you know where I can get any orbs? Orbs? Like... Like this, and he reaches behind the counter and he pulls out a snow globe. This is a, this is a pretty cool, pretty cool snow orb <laughs> I got here. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got this back in Owl's Peak. When? <laughs> like four years ago. I can't find someone to buy it. Hmm. Where's the orb? Now? Out of character. <clears throat> Where's the orb at right now? Oh, on the countertop. <laughs> he put it down, but it's just like a snow globe. <laughs> is, is this a snow globe or an orb? It's an orb. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's tomato, tomato, right? I think we're looking for a different kind of orb here. Cl Clyde thinks it's an orb. Listen to me very clearly. This is a snow globe. <laughs> yeah. But it's, a, but it's also orbular. <laughs> I will fucking strike you. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't, mister. <laughs> We're here investigating a certain event 
looking for a certain item that may be responsible for uh, a disastrous weather that's been going on here. I assume you're talking about the rain? Of course I'm talking about the rain. I mean, I don't I don't really have any like magical or arcane items. I don't Where what happened before the rain started? When did it start? Uh, let's see. So Guthrie thinks that started about a 10-day ago. Why do you speak in third person? Ultrax thinks you have answers. <laughs> <laughs> Clyde's going to smack the shit out of you. <laughs> you know, answer us. What, did you notice anything strange right before the rain came? Anything happening in the town? Any new people showing up? Anybody or anything out of the ordinary? Like a halfling in a Goliath town? Well, Guthrie's been here about a year now with, with me and my boy. Is he doing good in school? <laughs> Well, there ain't no schooling. There's just two buildings here. Good, good answer. That was a, that was a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't notice anything ten days ago? Guthrie's just been tending my shop. My uh, my boy kind of goes in and out of you know. He kind of just wanders the town. I, Where exactly did he wandered to? I I mean I don't know. You had to ask him that. Where's your boy at? Hey, Vimic. Where you at, Vimic? Maybe 30 seconds later, you see Vimic come in the front door. What's up, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> How old is this kid? Uh, so this is like a, maybe like a 13-year-old halfling boy. How small would he be? Two and a half feet tall. <laughs> Who the fuck is saying that? So unnoticeable, right? To Clyde, yeah, pretty much unnoticeable. I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to bring him in real close. Yeah, we can. No, I will whisper. How can I help you, mister? What you know about some orbs? Oh, my my daddy's snow orb? If you pull out a snow globe, so help me. <laughs> well, my daddy's got a snow globe. <laughs> okay, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your daddy says you like to wander around town a lot. That's right, I know every nook and cram about the town. So, you ever wandered over to the academy? Scrimmore Academy? That's a that's like four days away. Oh, oh so you know it. Uh, everyone knows Scrimmore Academy. So you know the people too. Then I'm guessing if you travel a lot and explore, I I bug some people here and there. Yeah, I know, but pretty much everybody that's there in town. Are you drunk? The, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Are you drunk, little little Mister? No, I'm I'm only thirteen. I'm not drinking age yet. Did you notice anything 10 days ago on your travels, wandering around? Did you see anything strange or any new people come into the town that you don't normally see? Uh, roll me an investigation check for that. Bam. 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you see him thinking back. He's, oh, that's, I mean, that's about when the, that's about when the rain came. That's right. That's about when the scarecrows stopped snooping around town. Do you know where the sta- scarecrows Live. You asking? <laughs> you know you're talking to Vimic here. Of course, Vimic knows where the scarecrows live. Where would that be? Could you show, show us? us, please? Okay. Well, that sounds like that's that's some uh, information that could be traded. How about how about you all do me one little favor, and I'll tell you where the scarecrows are. And what's that? I just need you all to get back my my favorite toy. What's your favorite toy? This is this expertly carved wooden wooden sword from Al's Peak that Jacob Strongarm stole it from me. And where does he live? He's one of the three other buildings in town. Um, <laughs> the thing, the thing is, though, I mean, if if you all just go and like ask him for it, he's just gonna he's just gonna break it. So you need to like be sneaky about it. You you need to okay s- steal it. Does he have it at his house? I mean, I would assume so. I don't know where else you keep my favorite sword. Okay, okay. You all, you all go get my sword back. I'll tell you where them, where them scarecrows are. Throw in a uh, burglar's pack, and we got a deal. I don't have. I'm a little kid. I don't have. A oh, your daddy. Pack. Have your daddy do it. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Can I have a burglar's pack? <laughs> I forgot this guy's voice already. <laughs> um. Well, you can have a burglar's pack for, for 
three goal. Oh, that's a deal. How much are they supposed to cost? 16. 16. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a deal. Nice. No wonder your business is failing. We'll take two of them. We'll take two of them. <laughs> well, you guys give the gold to uh, Vimic, and Vimic is the one that buys it from his dad. So his dad gives him a family discount. His <laughs> dad doesn't question why he's buying burglar tools. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> freaking 13 years I mean, old. he lets his 13-year-old just run around town. <laughs> he didn't even know where he was when you asked him where he was. Just come back for breakfast, son. And Vimic says, um, okay, well, so, I mean, here's your... Here's your burglar's pack. Just um, so, so I'll pay for that. So just um, yeah, I can point point you to the the strong arm house. Uh, if Jacob catches wind, he's he's just gonna break my sword. I don't want. I'm not gonna tell you anything if he if he breaks the sword. So he can't catch any wind of you all coming. So it's gotta be very sneaky. All right, all right. We're swallowing what you're spitting. Wait a second. <laughs> what? Ew. <laughs> We're swallowing what you're spitting. We're not doing that. That's gross. <laughs> Wait a second. Guthrie, you said that you don't have anything besides snow globes. And no, you don't I mean, mess with arcane. I don't have any I don't have any kind of magical items. And why se. does your menu say arcane focus orbs for 20 gold? Those aren't really magical items. Those are just kind of mundane items that you focus arcane energy into. It's it's very different. Semantics. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So where does this Jacob kid live? Vimic will point you to his house. And it's just a simple, uh, smallish, two-story house. That's It's not one of the farmhouses that are very far off. So it is kind of in the middle of the other, like, five buildings. So um, uh, it's, about, it's a little late into the afternoon now, but it's not quite nighttime yet. I got an idea. Hey there, it is your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese here. Thank you all so much for checking out episode 8 of Halfway to Heroes. There's going to be a short mid-roll this time. I just wanted to point out that we have a new affiliate link that you can all use now to um, help us out and help yourselves out by going to bit.ly slash halfway to dice. And that is our affiliate link to take you to Dice Envy, which is... A company that makes fantastic dice. I want to point you in the direction of two of my favorite sets that I found this week. One of them is Bibbity Bobbity Bullshit. Pardon my language. And these ones look gorgeous. They look like um, maybe a cleric or a wizard set of dice for these. They kind of look like little... They got little like chunks of like icicles in them. They're uh, gorgeous. They got a fantastic name as well, so that always helps. And then the second set that I found that I really enjoy is the Willow Wisp set. Uh, this one looks more of a maybe a sorcerer or a warlock set. They're clear with purple and blacks in them. Uh, looks really good. Uh, I love both these sets. Definitely go check them out. Use that link bit.ly/halfwaytodice. Help us out. Help yourselves out. And I'm sure on Dice Envy, you all will be able to find a set that you love. If you want to sponsor this show or One Shot Onslaught, we have made it super easy for you. You can head over to halfwaytoheroes.com slash sponsorships, where you can fill out this uh, really short form, give your name, your email, your message you want us to get out there, uh, what show you want it to be on, whether it's this show or one shot onslaught and then if it is a personal message or a business message uh, let us know and that way uh we, we you can get your message out there on one of our episodes coming up and if you need proof that people will hear it or not you're hearing this right now so i mean we got you to listen to it 
So again, head over to halfwaytoheroes.com slash sponsorships. The rates are super affordable. Uh, $20 for a personal message or 30 bucks for a business message. Uh, you can do a one-time sponsorship or we can set up a recurring sponsorship if that is something you are looking for. All right, I'm going to let you all get right back into this investigation. Let's go try to find this orb. Thank you again so much for listening and I will talk to you all later. Bye, everybody. his house i knock on the door and i say that i'm a BattleBot salesman and he can drive my BattleBot for 10 minutes as a demo to distract, I distract him. I, yeah i distract him while you guys go in and get it deal i'm down for that who's the most sneaky out of us i got plus five acrobatics well that athletics. doesn't make sense I, i'm looking for sneakiness you know i got plus one i have plus one to stealth me too. We all got the same sneakiness. I got zero. <laughs> so that that works perfectly. So hopefully, um, and I have plus five to athletics as well. Oh, it's almost like me and Ultrix are one. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> all right, should I knock on the door? So Ubo is gonna you're gonna sneak I say up. Do it. Go for it. All right, Wait, guys. Let's just wing it at this point. Come on. Ubo, Ubo starts just uh, slamming on the store, and uh, it takes a, it takes like thirty seconds, but eventually this hulking uh, eight foot tall Goliath swings open the door. And says, "Wait, it's a big guy." Oh yeah, this is yeah, this is like the dad. <laughs> what Goliath Town, man? <laughs> the, pretty much everyone you have seen has been either Goliath or half orc, except for the uh, halfling um, shopkeep that you saw. All right. Hello, hello, sir. I'm Ubo, and I'm with the Fighting Robots Association. And, um, well, we were just doing demonstrations with our battle bots, you see. And, uh, I have my battle bot here. His name's Grease. And uh, I was wondering if you and your son would uh, be interested in trying him out for free. How did you know I had a son? <laughs> just well, <laughs> I'm just assuming. <laughs> you, you, you've got a dad bot. It's a, a small town. Roll a roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Whoops! I fucking knew. I knew you were gonna ask that as soon as he said you and your son. Okay, I got a seventeen. So okay, uh, he says, "Uh, hey, Jacob." A couple seconds later, you see this um, teenager uh, Goliath, but at the same time, he's like six feet tall. This this turtle's gonna show us some. A battle bot. Uh, and he said we can play with it for a little bit. Uh, sounds kind of fun. I'll let you take the first first go at it. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll have to come around back here because it's a bigger space. Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> uh, you're the expert. <laughs> All right. Follow me because it can be pretty dangerous sometimes. They get kind of crazy. <laughs> We're in a bush next to the okay. house. Yeah. All right, so we're going around back. Yeah, he, they, yeah, uh, Jacob and his dad were following you. And I just pass it off to Jacob when we get back there. Okay, as soon as they're out of view, let's go, guys. Coast is clear. It's still daylight, so there's still like uh, a few people in the town kind of walking the streets. Actually, we just walk in. Merlin, you are the smallest of the three of us. We will keep guard and watch, and you sneak in through the door. I just want you to picture for a second these two giants that are six feet tall. We got Clyde and we got Ultrax. They're standing there on this front porch of a house that's not ours. And we're just waving the people. How you doing? Hello. How are you guys? Fine day. <laughs> Very fine day. So you all like trying to draw attention to yourselves except for Merlin? <laughs> I was just waving at the, I was waving at the guy who was walking by right there. Okay, the Goliath that's walking from his home to the uh, Majestic Goose. Yes. Uh, roll Good me morrow, a, sir. Roll me a straight up charisma check to see like how like believable you are and not. Oh, hang on. 
Do I have any? Do I have any? Do I have any buffs to it? I rolled a sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you're you're just like waving at these guys, uh, these men and women that are kind of walking the streets, and um, they're they're waving back. And Merlin slips into the house as you both are on the porch. Interesting. This is a nice uh, layout to a house. <laughs> Uh, so Merlin, you're currently in a living room that has a staircase hugging the left wall going straight up, and you see uh, two doors on the, the back wall. All right, we're going to go up. Okay, yeah, you go upstairs, and there's actually only two doors up here. Uh, one, like, on the wall to the left, yeah, and go one on, that on one. a wall straight to the... Okay, you uh, you uh, open up this door to the left, and uh, it's actually got a sign that says, Do Not Enter, kind of scrawled onto it. Oh, yeah, definitely go in that one. Uh, you open in this room, and it seems to be what you would imagine a teenager in the Faerun light style to uh, have. It's got some like uh, hand-sketched posters on the wall. The bed's not made. It's real messy looking. There's some action figures scattered across the wall uh, floor, as well as some, uh, you know, some uh, dirty magazines. It's, uh, whoa. All right, I'm gonna search for a wooden sword in this room. Where where would your first instinct be to search for? There's a closet under the bed. Like, the, okay, okay. Uh, roll me an investigation check. Do a shit in the corner <laughs> while you're in there. <laughs> Do a shit. I got a nat one. Um, plus nat one. Yeah, you look under <laughs> this bed. You see nothing under this bed. Ubo, you uh, Jacob says uh. Well, Dad, this is, like, okay, but... Sure, I, I could turn it on turbo mode. Oh, turbo That sounds kind of cool. Let's put it on turbo for a second. <laughs> God. I, am I within hearing distance of Ubo and them from the backyard? I don't think so. I don't... Oh, th- uh, you do have walkie-talkies. Ah, okay. So, you know, Ubo, Ubo's holding the button so we can hear. Ubo has made sending stones. He mentioned that in episode five. How about we just make it so Altrex always has one and I always have one? Boom. Okay, so so Merlin does not have one then. But can I say out of character though? One of you guys should like go back there and pretend like you're just a passerby and say, like, oh my god, that's a cool robot. The, I have I have <laughs> yeah. a thing for this. Okay, that's why I was asking. Shit. Should I go back there? Because I'm a Goliath. No, no, no. I got it covered. <laughs> keep watch. Okay. Right. right now, I'm still on the front porch keeping an eye out with, with Clyde, but I'm listening to Ubo's conversation. Okay. I'm going to check the closet. Merlin, roll me in an uh, investigation check into the closet. All right. That's a whole lot better. Investigation. 17 plus 2. 19. Uh, digging through this closet, it's kind of cluttered. You see some clothes hanged up in the closet, and then you see like a bunch on the floor just kind of scattered about. And you actually start digging like under the clothes pile. While you're rifling through it, you actually your hand comes upon this sturdy wooden sword hilt, and you pull it out and you see this expertly carved toy sword. But at that moment, like uh so I mean we're kind of shifting scenes here and there. Uh but we'll just say as soon as Merlin catches the hand on this hilt, the uh the camera kind of pans back to the backyard. And um, Jacob says, he actually throws the controller down. Dad, this is boring. Even on turbo mode, this sucks. And he starts walking back towards the front of the house to go back in. Sweet. I want to make it cast a, uh, a javelin at him. <laughs> 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 a little jerk through my remote. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not okay, gonna. I was going to have you really roll for it. <laughs> okay, so... I'm hearing this. All right. Let me say my piece real quick since he threw my remote down. Little jerk. <laughs> Little asshole. You can't just throw my remote like that. Ah, uh, well, these are really built for intellectuals, and apparently you are not one of them. <laughs> Little fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> that and might ruin what happens. Your dad's going to be so mad. <laughs> the dad turns to you and says, Hey, hey, hey. I know he's not the smartest, but can you can you try to be a little nicer to him? He's kind of self-conscious about his intelligence. 
That was kind of a diggish thing to say. Oh, just, well, he shouldn't have thrown it like that. That's really not nice. No, I agree. No, I agree. I know that's your property, and I know he shouldn't be treating it like that, but I mean, he's... <laughs> okay, so I hear this, all right? Picture me. I'm running over. I hear this happening. Yeah. All right, and as he's about to round the corner, I come around the corner, and I say, <clears throat> I am Advanced BattleBot 2263, awaiting your command. <laughs> Uh, the, the kid Jacob <laughs> looks at you and says, I don't believe you. Sit down. Sit, uh, I sit down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. Awaiting your command. All right. Go, go punch that turtle back there. <laughs> <laughs> I start running. Right, so I stand up. I'm really slow though. <laughs> so I stand up. All right, and I'm walking over like. Zzz, zzz, zzz. <laughs> and I say, "I'm sorry about this, Ubo." <laughs> <laughs> Command accepted. Roll the punch him. Do I roll a twenty? Like a d twenty? The damn yeah, yeah, you gotta try to punch this. Yeah, I'm just gonna have I wrote a like, 13. Total? 13 plus. plus your, uh, it's plus your strength. I have, yeah, plus three on my strength. <laughs> oh, so it just like bounces off the shell and says, Well, you're just as bad as the yellow one. And he starts heading back towards the, the entrance. But at that moment, uh, Merlin, I'll say that you could have now like made it to the porch. But he's like about to round the corner and see Clyde and Merlin on the porch of his house. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast um suggestion on the dad. Does the dad see me? Uh, the dad does not see you. The dad's still in the back, like apologizing to Ubo. <laughs> We're also uh BattleBot representatives for the BattleBot Association. Why would there be so many of you? That doesn't make any sense. Uh because we really like BattleBots. <laughs> it takes a lot to control all tricks. Well, will they su- will they suck? Altrex is a prototype, and he's gotten out of hand a few times. He couldn't even punch here. a turtle. Uh, well, did you try any other command? Did you try a, a dominant command? I did sit, and I did punch the turtle. Did you say please? Um, no. Oh, he okay, sat, that, and he tried okay, to punch yeah, the yeah, turtle. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. <laughs> you got to be nice to him. Okay. Hey, hey, robot, get back over here. I'm going to cast suggestion on him. <laughs> so he makes a wisdom save for suggestion, right? Yeah. That I swear that's my third fucking seven I've yeah, rolled tonight. Fail. Yeah, you fail. I'm going to say, boy, go upstairs. You're grounded for the rest of the day and do not come down until I say. Enjoy that shit that's in the corner. <laughs> I mean, is that is that a suggestion? I mean, like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. You get to say, I think, two sentences for that. Yeah, you're definitely within. Yeah, you're good. Uh, yeah, you just see him <laughs> turn and walk into the house. <laughs> you assume he's going upstairs. I mean, you can't tell. He closes the door behind him, but um. oh, thank God, that was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Ubo, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, all tracks. <laughs> the dad's like, are you? Are you okay? Uh, you said your name was Ubo, right? Yeah, I'm good. Can I punch you in the face? No. <laughs> no. Come on, come on. Why? Why would I do that? To get even. No, not at all. Well, you better start raising your boy better. <laughs> I mean, he, it's, he's been through a lot. He's going to get across with the wrong person and get beat his, his ass beat. I mean, he's pretty big. He's a pretty big kid. I mean, he should be good. He ain't that big. <laughs> well, I mean, he's only twelve, so I'll fight a twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I go inside and see him one time, real quick? Ask his daddy first. Oh yeah, <laughs> he thinks I'm a battle bot. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, hey, can I uh, teach your son a lesson with my battle bot? Uh, like, like what? Like, what I'm are you not, gonna say to him? I'm not gonna hurt him. I'm just gonna, you know, try and intimidate him a little bit so he won't do that in the future. <laughs> I mean, if you can get through to him, you think, uh, just don't touch him or anything. Yeah, I'm like Dr. Phil. <laughs> Awaiting your command. 
Uh, go upstairs and beat that kid's ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, just go upstairs and have a talking with that boy. Command accepted. <laughs> all right, as soon as I get through the doorway, I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. And I go upstairs, all right, and I knock on this kid's door. As soon as he answers it, I get down on his face, and I'm going to grab him by his shirt, okay? I'm He's probably gonna... a about your height. I think you're like six feet tall too, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I grab him by his shirt and I pull him close and I tell him, look here, you little bastard. If you ever mess with Vimic or anybody else again and I find out about it, I will be back and you will be sorry. Uh, uh, he still got kind of a glazed look over his eyes from the suggestion that's still like active. Uh, so he seems kind of like confused, kind of fears Oh, okay. And if you're an asshole to your dad again, I will be back. And I'll put my foot so far up your ass, (laughs) you all know what hit you. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right, then I'm just going to drop him and slowly (laughs) leave. I'm going to do the the eye watch thing, too, though. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm actually going to kind of bundle that in a little bit with the suggestion from Merlin because he's so kind of like under that effect and everything. Um, okay, yeah. thinks cool. he's grounded. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you have now uh, retrieved the toy sword, uh, scared the shit out of this twelve-year-old, <laughs> and even had his dad apologize to you all. This job well done. Now what do you want to do? Uh, let's take this go, go back fucking the, sword back. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, you head back over to um, the giant's hammer, and uh, Vimic is still in in there. He says, "You, you really got it? How'd you? Oh man, you really got my sword back. Thank you all so much. No problem. No problem. No, I believe you have to hold up your end of the bargain. Oh, of, of course, of course. So." Um, so it was about, uh, it was a while ago. It was maybe, I don't know, 20 days, 30 days a month ago or so. And I was, I was playing around. I, I like playing around the farms. This time of year, a lot of the farms have a bunch of, bunch of corn and stuff growing. So it's kind of hard to play around in those a lot. But, um, the, the old Riemerstadt farm, you know, there's, there's no crops growing there since it's abandoned. But I, I like playing around. The Riemerstadt farm, and uh, I I noticed about maybe twenty days ago. Or so um, there was there was a lot of those scarecrow folks coming in and out of the, of the farmhouse, going into the cellar. And uh, I after one of them spotted me one time, but I took off. I'm real fast. You you wouldn't notice it from my little legs, but I'm real fast. I took off running, and it's been about fifteen days, twenty days now since the last time I went out there. What farmhouse? Reimerstadt. The Reimerstadt house. Really? Yeah, the, that's what they call it in town. Everyone in town calls it the old abandoned Reimerstadt house. Let's go check out this Reimerstadt house. I'll burn that motherfucker down. Let's Wait, go. Isn't that your house, Clyde? That is. My house. Let's go. Thank you for your information and all your no, help. No problem. Thank you so much for my favorite toy back. So you all are heading over to the Reimerstadt house? Reimerstadt house, yes. Clyde, with deed in hand, you head over to... I mean, you know exactly where it is. You head over to your your farmstead, and as soon as you walk on, like, take your first step onto your farm, you, looking around, you notice that this farm has not been kept up with whatsoever. It's... um, there's no crops planted at all. It's just acres of just barren land. Just been pouring this entire time you all have been investigating and uh, hanging out. So you're kind of all trudging through this mud as you're walking up to the Reimerstadt farmstead. Clyde, what's, what's your house look like? Uh, it's just a, you know, a one-level, three-bedroom, two-bath house. You know? Shoe. Yes, and it's it's pink. Yeah, it's it's a shoe. So the so the main suite is on. I guess it's a two level. You know, is it a high top shoe? It's like a high top shoe. I would yeah, imagine it's, it's it. like a high top boot. You know, <laughs> so the main suite would be at the top of the boot, and uh, there's two little windows by the front door, and uh, that's that's it. But 
As we approach, is there anyone outside the house? Uh, everybody, everybody, roll me a perception check. I'll give it out to everybody. A fucking twenty. Uh, 16, 17. Yeah, so everyone, I mean, you all would be kind of on edge, right? Approaching this house that this kid noticed, I don't know what you would call it, gang members uh, of the scarecrows that have been, you know, coming and going from this house. Uh, Clyde, you're you're walking up to it and uh, you're kind of shielding your eyes to the rain and uh, looking around. You don't see anybody. You see your shoe-shaped house and other than that, for acres wide, it's all kind of uh, like shin high, maybe like a foot high of just overgrowth grass and weeds. Um, But you can kind of see pretty clearly that there's no one around your house. Uh, I'm going to walk up to a window and look through it. What window is this? You, I mean, you just described your house. Uh, there, there's two windows, one to the right, one to the left. I'm going to go to the right window. I really like this, uh, you being able to make your own house. What room are you looking into? The the main living room. The living room. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you glance, and you have to kind of wipe away the glass as it's just got this uh, pitter-patter of water just running down it. You wipe away uh, looking in, I mean, it looks bare. It looks empty. Oh, do I have any other buildings on my land? Check the cellar. That's where he said he saw them coming from. I second that. I'm going to go ahead and third it. There's two entrances to the cellar. There's one from inside, one from outside. You also asked if you had any other buildings on this land. I don't know. Do you? I mean, I'm, I'm letting you kind of build out your... Well, I meant like any new buildings. There's no new buildings, no. So uh, you tell me right now so that we there's, can... There's one for the horses and one for the pigs. There's a beanstalk <laughs> in the backyard that goes up to the clouds. <laughs> okay. We can't, we can't like set up any bullshit like that. <laughs> but, um, but okay, yeah. So you've got like a, like a small stable for horses, small stable for pigs, and then your house. Okay. I like it. I say we go in the cellar, balls of blazing, boys. I'm down. I'm right behind you, Clyde. I'm going to go from the outside. No, I'm going to go from the inside. I'll go from the outside. I got my axe out, and I'm going to go down the cellar, and whoever see first, get in the axe. Uh, so we're splitting the party? Yes, two and two. So how how does this work? How does this work with uh, two different entrances? You, you ever seen Little House on the Prairie, the old show? Oh yeah, it's one big open room when you walk in. You got the the living room, the kitchen, the dining room. It's all one big room. The toilet right in the center of the room. <laughs> no, no, that's outside. <laughs> Our house, man. Our house. <laughs> so what are the, what are the groupings? What are the groups of two? I don't know. I thought we were all together, but I I don't know what happened. No, we're flanking. We're flanking them, man. We're flanking them. We're going in guns blazing. So, so what are the two and two? So I can picture it. I'm guessing me with the turtle. Okay, uh, that would mean a that would be a third team then, because Johnny's by himself. I'm inside, and Altrax is outside. Oh, yes. I thought Altrax was with Johnny. Okay. So on the outside, Clyde, real quick, is it like the two pull open cellar doors, like in Twister? Yes, it's, it's the two big two big doors. You have to. All right. Cool. That's what I pictured. I'm, I'm gonna break your mama's doors. And you need to be. You can break whatever you want, but you need to be quick. Oh, Sling I'm ready. Fling them open and get your ass down there. I ain't flinging nothing. I'm jumping into them. Who's with Clyde? I'm with Clyde. I'll okay. With Clyde. So Ubo and Altrex are outside. The two U's. Two U's. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the U's. I'll give out a signal when to go. What's a signal? Caca! I mean, I don't want to dictate for you guys but you guys do have those sending stones that ubo made or ultra yeah ubo made oh, for you okay yeah sending stones we'll give one of them yeah i'll give, one I'll of give them mine to, to uh clyde okay and i've got the other yeah okay uh, so you you all do the one two three breach and um I'm, i cannonball straight through the doors i don't even open them uh so <laughs> ultra you you cannonball into them um, they don't break <laughs> no, no. With your fucking six, what'd you say? Six hundred fifty-seven pounds. <laughs> stupid amount of weight. Uh, you break through them, and uh, uh, Ubo is quickly behind you. I'm four hundred and thirty-five pounds. I bet. Yeah. Woo. 
Uh, I'm eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Who let me do this? <laughs> Clyde and uh, Merlin, you, you both uh, swing open the door that leads to the vertical entrance into the cellar. And um, at, at the same time, all four of you kind of converge into the cellar entrance. And right away, Clyde, what you notice is off is... It's a fucking meth lab. all four of you converge at the same time into this and uh very first thing that takes you off guard is that this entire cellar is flooded with about two feet of water and not only that when you lived here and you used to play down here all the time this was just a kind of one room deal right you actually see a door on the far end it's a, it's a door that's leading more like into the house, which kind of confuses you a little bit. You don't know exactly where this door leads because this door was not there your entire childhood growing up. I go through the door. It's about two feet high of water. So you're kind of wading through this water and uh, getting to the door, you actually see this weighted mechanism and you see two jugs You see one that has these markings on it, you would think are gallon markings, just kind of based on the size of the jug. And then you see another jug that's slightly bigger than it, that has five markings. So you think that one is a three-gallon jug, and one is a five-gallon jug. And you see a note, the ink's a little runny from the water, and it's, it's nailed to the door. And it says, for you idiots that can't remember... Give us four gallons. Uh, you've got the three-gallon jug, the five-gallon jug, and then you've got this big bowl that is currently sitting on like a weighted pedestal. Uh, I can do eight gallons of fresh water, or I can do four gallons of beer with my jug. <laughs> Bet you didn't expect that one, DM, did you? <laughs> Man, I was thinking this out and everything. I uh, know. Yeah. All right. So I'll do four gallons of beer with my magic jug. <laughs> you fucking uncork the beer. <laughs> and it, you haven't used it today, have you? No, you have not. No, it is not. I would have. I almost used the mayonnaise, but you wouldn't let me. <laughs> you fucking uncork it. And empty out four exact precise gallons of beer into this big jug. <laughs> and as it fills up, and at that moment, the door actually swings slowly inward as it's kind of like pushing the water, more water. And it opens up into this hallway that has three doors not counting the one that you all just walked through so there's a door to the left door to the right and a door straight ahead and uh as you all wade into like the center uh before you can even make out the decision of which direction you all want to go you actually see two of these beings of water snake out like these two big massive five foot wide 12 foot tall snakes of water snake out one in front of you and one directly behind whoever's in last who is in last by the way me well i was behind clyde yeah the other two who was in the back of you two ubo is in the very back so there's one right up on ubo and one right in front of clyde ding dong motherfucker ding dong your dungeon master i'm deweese yet again thank you all so much for listening to this episode i hope you all liked it uh we have got episodes nine and ten recorded but which were very fun to record i cannot wait for you all to hear where the story goes and where this arc goes uh very excited i want to give a sincere thank you to all of our current patrons 
So thank you so much, Rachel, a.k.a. Dragonbait, Brittany Ballesteros, Danny M., Bradley M., Dwayne Honeybuns from the Lawful Stupid Podcast, Sofa Kingdom, Uncle Scott Shainsaw, Jeremy Fair, Not Iron Claw, Danny T., Matthew G., Brittany D., Undead Monkey, Naomi Sweet, Jurundu, Brian Bridges, and Gene L. Thank you all so much. Two new ones, I think. I'm not sure if Undead Monkey was uh, a patron as of our last episode going out or not, but uh, Undead Monkey and Bradley M., thank you so much for joining this ever-growing list of names of people that are keeping this show and One Shot Onslaught going We are really close to breaking even on our monthly cost with the support of these uh, patrons here. So once we do, we have uh, one goal to upgrade our storefront so that we can give permanent discounts to our patrons and also send out some free merch and things like that. And then once that cost is also covered, uh, all extra money will be pulled every month and we will finally start upgrading our mics and getting even better audio quality out to you all. So if you want to help support those goals and get your name on this list, uh, get your name on our websites, get NPCs named after you like uh, Guthrie and Thuin from this arc, uh, play with us in monthly one shots on Twitch, uh, get access to a whole bunch of bonus content that you can't get anywhere else then you need to head over to patreon.com slash one shot onslaught or bit.ly slash halfway to Patreon. Um, sign up for as low as $1 a month and even that $1 will get you a bunch of bonus content and also $1 is a huge help for us. I promise every dollar goes right back into the show and we greatly appreciate it. Also, uh, you can support the show by just telling a friend about us. Telling one friend who either likes D&D or likes podcasts is a huge benefit for us. That's how we have gained most of our audience, I think. Um, you could tweet about us, follow us on all social media, uh, leave an iTunes rating review would be huge. We're always looking for more of those. And last but not least, join our Discord, bit.ly slash halfway to Discord or bit.ly slash one shot Discord. Uh, both go to the same place. There you can chat with the cast of this show and one shot onslaught daily. You can, um, we're about to start a new quest in our play by text that is open to anybody, anybody who wants to jump in, uh, play some Dungeons and Dragons by text with us, with me DMing one shots, and just hang out with a really welcoming and awesome group of friends that uh, just hang out and talk about their days every day. Okay, I think I have chatted enough, so thank you all so much for listening yet again, and uh, we will see you all for episode nine in two weeks. Bye, everybody. I think your parents are making, like, breakfast for dinner or something. <laughs> They're making spaghetti, man. That's not breakfast. Oh, no, Johnny. Breakfast sounded so I, good. I, I smelled biscuits and gravy this whole fucking time. It's, that's the it's garlic bread, man. <laughs> I don't want to be like that. No, no, no breakfast. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I smelled. Your nose is fucked up. I could have smelled, I smelled like sausage and all kinds of other stuff. But nope. Do you smell sausage well, Italian sausage oh. meat on spaghetti. That's oh. how you do it. That's we're, how you we're roll. We're both let down, okay? Yeah, I'm very let down right We're now. both let down. Yeah. I didn't know what she was making, but I thought it was breakfast. Sarah, we want steak. Or steak. But mainly business and gravy. <laughs> look at her, look at her. Like, what? It froze. I thought she froze. I thought she froze. <laughs> I thought she did, too. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that was, that was her long pause of disappointment. That was like <laughs> legit. She looked like she froze. <laughs> I thought your screen froze. Dude, this whole time I smelt fucking sausage, like breakfast sausage. Can I can I solve that problem just for the heck of it? Let's do it just for the heck of it. Because now you, you Merlin might feel like bad that. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna take these jugs. I'm gonna pour the five gallon. Into the three gallon until it's full. I'm gonna pour the three gallon out just on the floor. I'm gonna pour that five gallon because there's only two in there. Wait, what did, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> there's so only there's only to... two left in the five gallon jug into the main container, and I'm gonna fill them, fill the five gallon up again, and I'm gonna pour it into the three gallon. And I'm still going to have two left in the five-gallon again and pour that into there. You put way too much thought into that, bub. Yeah, it would work. Think, you know what? I think your logic Five gallons up. full. 
I pour three gallon out into the three gallon. There's two left. But how do you know you pull yeah. three gallons out? It's a well, no, three because gallon. it fills up. But then you've got two gallons left. Then what do you do with those? Two I got the two gallons you in dump here. Dump it into the bowl and then dump it into the bowl. The do the same thing again, and but then, then that would be two, five gallons. Two plus two. No, repeat the process of dumping the five into the three and having two left over again. Is that right? Adding that, and that's another two, so that makes four. Barry sees what I'm saying. I got yeah, you. Yeah, but I automatically make four. Yeah, of but beer. that's not as fun, man. So Puzzles. this is actually from Puzzles. Die Hard, <laughs> and uh, it's actually supposed to be you fill up the three, pour it into the five, and now that five has three gallons in it. Um. What? Then you f- then you fill up another three and pour it into it until you've got the five gallons, and then oh shit, I'm already getting confused. That sounds confusing. <laughs> oh shit! If if you at home, if you're a listener and you want to find out how to solve this, just Google the Die Hard three to five gallon <laughs> puzzle. I my method is easier, Dustin, man. Your your method might have gotten it, man. I've I'm two drinks in, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> five gallons pour three out you have two left do that twice and you, you have got to four. do that twice you got four either way johnny <laughs> could fucking make four gallons just put mayonnaise in there man i think i think he forgot that you could do that because as soon as you <laughs> no, said you no, could make mayonnaise that, is only two gallons <laughs> as soon as you oh, said you yeah. could make four gallons of beer Adam's face was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, his face. Uh, like, so, what the F? <laughs> Johnny, did you ever think that that alchemy drug would actually solve a legitimate no. puzzle that, like, gave you an exact solution? I literally thought the only reason I would ever use it is for the mayonnaise. Yeah. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Why mayonnaise? Why mayonnaise? A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk.